Gazette Newspapers presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from Mesa Rink in Schenectady, New York, where the Union College Dutchman pulled off a 5-3 upset of third-place Harvard tonight. An incredible game, and just when you think things were falling apart for the Dutchman after a four-game winless streak, everything comes together in a spectacular Friday night for the Dutchman. Not only winning that game, the Dutchman now are back in position to host the ECAC Hockey Tournament first-round series next weekend. The Dutchman moved from a tie for ninth place to a tie for seventh with Brown with 25 points each. Both teams are two points up on St. Lawrence and Princeton. Brown pulled out a 2-1 shootout victory over St. Lawrence. That was the perfect scenario for the Dutchman. Uh, The Union getting the three points for the regulation win and Brown getting just the two points for the shootout victory. So Union could have that could have not worked out any better. And Colgate rallied to beat Princeton uh, 4-3. So Princeton and St. Lawrence tie for ninth at 23 points each. Princeton still has that extra game this weekend, Sunday against Harvard. So uh, that could factor into uh, play here. But if Union, if things go well, Tomorrow night for Union uh, with a victory over Dartmouth Saturday night uh, and then everything else falls into place. Union will clinch home ice for the first round of the ECAC Hockey Tournament. And it seemed like gloom, doom and gloom uh, the last couple weeks. I mean, you go back to that Colgate game two weeks ago where they had a 4-3 lead and uh, blew it with a 6-4 loss and they lost to Cornell the next night and had a uh, 3-2 loss at Yale last week and a 2-2 tie and a loss in a shootout to Brown. Yeah, things look pretty bleak at that point, but now the Union's now, all of a sudden, now they're looking good for a home ice in the first round, so uh, a great effort by the Dutchman. You know, they were outshot in this game 40-26, to but they held their own. Some great scoring plays in the game, including uh, one between Colin Graff and Dylan Anhorn. We'll have some of the calls from ESPN Plus's Matt Dubray and uh, Brian Unger in just a moment, uh, but uh, just the fact that Union just hung with Harvard and look for a time Harvard had the better of the opportunities, better of the control of the game, but the Dutchman found a way. And that's all you need at this point in the time of the season. Harvard really had little to play for. Uh, they're locked into that number three seed, but this could hurt them as far as NCAA tournament uh, uh, appearance could, could go because that, that hurts them in the pairwise. Uh, so a loss to Union really hurts. Uh, but Union, you know, like I said, put themselves back in position uh, for. Uh, home ice in the first round. Uh, a great job by the Dutchman on Friday night. Well, let's uh, go over the scoring before we get to our post-game interviews. Uh, Union took a one-nothing lead on a goal by Nick Petrullo, the defenseman. Uh, great play. Uh, Colin Graff was in the left circle, and uh, Petrullo came in from his right point position, and Graff spotted him. And at 8:35, Nick Petrullo got his first goal as a Union Dutchman. Graf will turn and fire it down low. Very short shifts for Union as you're trying to match that speed. Almost a giveaway. Graf does find it. Seeger was in front. Pass to Rizzo. Petrullo scores! Petrullo sneaks in to the right side. Takes the pass. Harvard tied it at 15 away to the first period on a bad line change by Union. Alan Gaffney was set in on a breakaway, and he beat Colin Murphy with a backhander. That's tied it at one, and that's where the uh, head things headed into the second period. When uh, Union got a power play, and uh, Gabriel Seeger made the Crimson pay at the seven-minute mark. Collected by Seeger, goes high. There's Robertson. Graf 
Up to us to see that. Are we on the right side? Score! Heenan took that 2-1 lead into the third period, but 23 seconds into the third, Matthew Coronado scored to tie it. So in the 2-2 game, and you know, Christman had the momentum. But uh, at 542, uh, Union won a puck battle in front of goaltender Mitchell Gibson, and Owen Ferris backhanded at home at 542 to give the Dutchman a 3-2 lead. Neither were less of a factor. Allen with a shot high over the net. Banged that by Adam Sabley, man! Score! And one of the prettiest goals you'll ever see, and, and you'll you hear the call me, hopefully it's, you'll see it on the Union uh, Athletics or Union Hockey website. It's a great play uh, in front of me here in the press box at Messerich. Uh, it was Colin Graff had the puck in the left circle. Uh, Dylan Anhorn came to the net, or came to the slot, and uh, Graff hit him with a pass, and Gibson followed the puck. And Anhorn saw that and fed the puck back to Graff in the left circle, and Graff one-timed it. Into the net at 7:18 to give Union a 4-2 lead. Where'd this Dutchman team come from, huh? Here's Colin Graff. He's got Seager again, and there's a trailer. Antoine back to Graff. Colin Graff, 4-2 Dutchman. And have you seen Union play this well all year? I haven't. What a great, great goal off of the rush, the forwards, tic-tac-toe. Baker Shore made things interesting with 8:56 left in the third when he scored to uh, pull Harvard within 4-3. Uh, with 1.15 to go, Mitchell Gibson was pulled for an extra attacker. And the first thing you think of is what happened two weeks ago when came, we keep referring to that Colgate game uh, when Colgate pulled its goaltender, tied it, and ended up winning the game with some uh, fluky bounces at the end. But four seconds after Gibson was pulled, the Union College's Chad Smezrud sealed the deal. There goes Gibson. Gibson goes to the bench. Union... Ferguson was tied up with his man. Union gets a clear towards the empty net. Yes! Union College from their own zone. Spencer, what a play by Spencer. Connor Murphy ended up with 37 saves in the game. Uh, a great job by the Dutchman tonight, as I said. Uh, 5-3 victory. Well, let's hear from uh, interim head coach John Ronan. Uh, he was uh, ecstatic about the victory. John, I don't think you could have written a better script. You guys win the game, and things are breaking your way. As we speak right now, Princeton lost to Colgate. Uh, Brown and St. Lawrence are in overtime. Uh, so you're in seventh, at least going to be in seventh place heading into Saturday's game against Dartmouth. Just could, how pleased are you with everything just falling in, into place right now? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm happy. You know, we controlled our part, uh, and that's all we can do. But, you know, I'm, I'm proud of the group, the resiliency they showed. You know, it was kind of a. You know, we scored the first one. You know, Harvard had an answer. They were very good that first period. Um, they scored early in the third, kind of held our breath, but I, I really liked our pushback. Yeah, talk, after that goal, I mean, you guys got, I mean, I think the, the great, the prettiest goal was the, the Graf Anhorn give, go, give and go there. I mean, just could you have drawn that goal up any better? <laughs> No, uh, no, uh, we're not going to complain about that one. No, but it was uh, it was a great play, great rush execution. Thought Sieg's did a really good job pushing through the middle, pushing their defense back. Then he fanned out for a one timer. So, you know, Dylan had options there and went back to Graff for a great shot. And the fact that, unlike the Colgate game, you didn't collapse. You you got that. You know, they pulled their goaltender with a minute 15. Four seconds later, you get that empty net goal. I mean, how? Important was that, especially for the confidence. Yeah, that was that was big. Uh, you know what? It was 
just happy to see our guys stick with it. You know, consistency has been the theme of the week here, and you know, it's there were some ups and downs, but I, I thought we had a consistent effort throughout 60 minutes. What does this victory mean, I mean over a Harvard team that's you know, been near the top of the standings all year? It's big. You know what? They're, they're a great team, and you saw how good they were for big stretches of that game. Like they're they're very very good. For us, you know, it's we're happy to get the three points. It's we've got a monkey off our back here, but you know, consistency. So tomorrow, you know, it's going to be an equally as hard task, and we have to be ready to go tomorrow. How do you avoid a letdown? Because obviously, this is a big win. Nobody ex- expected you guys to win this game. So how important is it to be able to bounce, you know, for, for, you know, enjoy it for the moment, but then get ready for Dartmouth, the team that you know lost tonight, lost the lead, and lost the game in RPI. Okay. Yeah, it's you know what, it's we got some things going in our favor. You know, with winning on a Friday night, feeling good, senior night tomorrow. Um, you know, I, I think our guys have a ton of respect for our senior classmen, want to show up for those guys. And it's the last last game of the regular season. You know, every, everybody's kind of fighting for position right now. So. You know, I, I'd like to think they'd be pumped up and ready to go for tomorrow. How do you prepare for tomorrow? After um, you know, we're just going to go through our usual process. Uh, tomorrow morning we'll, we'll watch Harvard again, kind of areas where we can clean up and, and be ready and prepare for Dartmouth. But, you know, they're, they're a team that's aggressive, they're fast, they're in your face. So we have to be plugged in for another full 60-minute effort. What does today say about the that's uh, so we use that word after the game resiliency and you know I, I think I said it earlier in the week where you know our, our guys have been through a lot this season the past two years with everything and they are a resilient group and they hung tight tonight and you know I'm proud to see them get those three points up next for the union players are Dylan Anhorn Nick Petrullo and Colin Graff guys I mean I don't think you could have written this script up any better tonight I mean pulling off the upset against Harvard uh, and everything falling into place. You know, Princeton loses. Uh, you know, Brown gets a shootout victory, which is only two points. So right now, tied for seventh. Uh, what? How do you guys feel about this going into tomorrow night? Who wants, who wants to start there? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're trying to focus on ourselves, obviously, with this standing so tight and things changing every night. But uh, speaking of that, we felt like we played a really good, consistent game tonight, which we were trying to emphasize on um, both sides of the puck. Uh, Obviously, they kind of outshot us a little bit, but we felt like we were pretty tight defensively, and we were able to capitalize on our chances. So, a good team win, and the room's feeling pretty good right now. So, hopefully, we can keep it going tomorrow. Yeah, no, I mean, there's not much to add there. Um, like, like you said, it's we got to worry about tomorrow's game. You know, not other other teams and whatnot. So, you know, prepare the way we did for tonight. You know, the same way we did for tomorrow. Obviously, we, it's a quick turnaround, um, but we'll do a quick video session in the morning and. You know, we got to be prepared come game time. Colin, I think I think you have to feel good. I mean, you know, you guys came into this game winless in four. Uh, you know, two weeks ago, you had you guys, you had basically had control of everything, and you lost that control. And now you gain it back. So, I mean, how much? How much? I mean, I don't know if relief's the right word, but how much uh, important is it heading into that final game now that you have regained? Uh, control your destiny yeah today's game was really big you know as you mentioned we had a four game losing streak but you know we knew that if we played well tonight we could get the win and just trying to continue that and build on it and bring it into tomorrow and then into playoffs and how important was this game because you know I mean, harvard's been up near the top of the standings all year tough team uh so I mean, how big was this win 
Yeah, I mean, obviously in the standings, we've talked about that, but I think just for belief, too, in, in our dressing room, like we, we're a strong, t- a tight-knit group that believes in each other, and to be able to put it together and beat a top team like this, I think just gives us confidence going into playoffs here. So, Colin and uh, Dylan, I want to talk about that goal you guys set up, the, uh, the pretty give-and-go there. Uh, Kyle, just talk about you know, the, the process there. I mean, you had the puck, passed it over to Dylan, and he gave it back to so, Was that the plan the whole way? Uh, you know, it's funny, we, we practice that in warm-ups every time, and, you know, it finally paid off tonight, so that's good, but, you know, I just passed it to Dylan, Dylan saw me, the goalie sliding, and made a good pass back. Yeah, he drew it up pretty good there. <laughs> I mean, when you saw Gibson move toward you, is that, did you sense that it was right the time to get the puck back to Allen? Yeah, for sure. I, like, I knew, obviously, I was pretty open, so he was going to be sliding, over committing to me a little bit, so... I saw an opportunity to go against the green, and Colin made a great shot to finish it off. So, Nick, for you, your first career goal. You had a couple other opportunities to get a second one there. I mean, how did you how do you feel about your performance tonight? Uh, I thought I played pretty well. You know, on the offensive side of things, uh, you know, I had a lot of opportunities. I thought I moved the puck pretty well. Um, on the defensive side of things, you know, a couple hiccups, but overall, you know, obviously with Dill being my D partner, I thought we had a pretty solid game. Um, you know. Obviously, that team's super skilled. you got to respect every guy on the defensive side of things. So I thought we did a pretty good job shutting them down, um, you know, obviously when they were sustaining pressure and, you know, off the rushes. How do you know when to come in from the point to take? It was you, Colin, at the pass there. So I mean, how do you know when to come in the sense to, to have a chance there and not get yourself put out of position? You know, uh, honestly, with, you know, I was the weak side D there. So I kind of saw, you know, their weak side winger kind of, you know, sleeping on me a little bit. He was kind of puck watching. And I know I saw Graffer kind of have a little bit of time there to make a play and with his head up. You know, obviously sometimes they're, they're right on you and you don't have that time to pick up. You pick your head up and make that cross ice play. But it was just a matter of, you know, the weak side winger sleeping and Graffer making that great pass to me. Two weeks ago we were here talking about the collapse against Colgate. They pull Gibson with 1.15 left, and then four seconds later, you end up getting the empty net goal. So, I mean, how important was that not to have a repeat of what happened two weeks ago? Uh, yeah, obviously that was that was kind of a heartbreaker. I think we learned our lesson from it, though, and, and the guys aren't taking any time for granted, no matter what the score is. So, uh, I think we executed well. What do you have to do tomorrow night? I mean, you want to enjoy this victory for, for now, but how important is it not to have a letdown, especially against a Dartmouth team that uh, blew a lead tonight at RPI? Yeah, I mean, Dartmouth is going to be a tough challenge, too. They're, they're a really structured team. Uh, no matter where they are in the standings, they, they give you a tough game. Uh, when we played there, like I said, they're, they're structured. They play hard, so it's not going to come easy at all, especially this time of the year, and, and we understand that, and we're going we're gonna to be prepared to play. Yeah, they're they're really they're a really aggressive team. That's what I noticed the first time we played them. So it's just just you know like the little things like making crisp passes and getting it out of the zone when we have a chance. Because like if we don't do that, then they might be able to capitalize. My three stars of the game. We'll start with uh, number three. Uh, star is Nick Petrullo with uh, his first collegiate goal. Had a couple of other opportunities to score. He had a great game. I thought his best game of the season. So, Nick Petrullo, your number three star. Number two, we'll stay on the defense with uh, Dylan Anhorn with a two-assist night, including the uh, game winner on uh, Colin Graff's uh, goal, which uh, leads me to the number one star in Colin Graff with a goal and an assist. He assisted on that Petrullo goal in the first period. So, those are your three stars of the night. 
uh, checking around ECAC hockey on Friday night. And uh, we mentioned the Colgate Princeton and St. Lawrence Brown games. Uh, Cornell seems to have Quinnipiac's number down in Hamden, Connecticut. Uh, Cornell pulls out a one nothing victory over Quinnipiac, so that prevents Quinnipiac from clinching the top seed for the ECAC hockey tournament. Uh, Clarkson earned a point but lost in overtime 3-2 to two to Yale, so they're three points back of Quinnipiac. Uh, with uh, with the one game left for both of those teams, um, as we meant, Dartmouth uh, lost to RPI six to three. Uh, Dar- RPI scored the final five goals of the game, including four in the third period, and that, that victory clinches uh, home ice for RPI. And one other game we have to tell you, I think we're all cleared up there. Uh, yeah, we are cleared up. That's good. So uh, tomorrow night it's uh, Union hosting Dartmouth. It's senior night. Uh, five seniors will be honored uh, after the game tomorrow night. Uh, Cornell goes to Princeton. Quinnipiac hosts Colgate. Clarkson entertains Brown. Yale goes to St. Lawrence. So, uh, and Princeton and uh, Cornell will face off at Hobie Baker Rink. And, of course, we mentioned uh, Princeton still has that game in hand. That will take place Sunday when uh, the Tigers host Harvard in the final game of the regular season. So it's going to be, we'll see what happens, but I, I think Union Rapson can wrap, can wrap things up tomorrow night. They can relax on Sunday and not have to worry about what Princeton and Harvard do. So that'll wrap things up from Messer Rink. I appreciate you listening. If you have any questions or comments about the podcast or have any questions about Union Hockey, email them to me at shot, that's S-C-H-O-T-T, at dailygazette.com. Follow me on Twitter at Slapshots. The views expressed on the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of Gazette newspapers. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of Gazette newspapers by Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you after Saturday night's game against Dartmouth. From Messer Rink in Schenectady, New York, good night, good hockey.